What's up? Mike Mendoza, Fast Real Estate Services. On the commute in Cleveland, Ohio. It's Monday, July 23rd, almost August. We got to start thinking about winter for you property managers. So uh, here's your reminder. Um, we're talking real estate, commercial, residential, multifamily apartment buildings, um, buying, selling, leasing, property management, construction management, and consulting. So um, I'm just thinking about my thoughts of uh, last week and this weekend. And, you know, there's just a lot going on. Got contractors uh, sending in bids, found a contractor who uh, is really hungry to get work on these multifamily apartment buildings. And so, um, you know, seems like they have the capacity not seen their work at all. So I'm going to ask to see some of their work. But, um, you know, I just met the person uh, in person. They seem fine. But, um, you know, things are, everything is checking the box. I just haven't seen any of their work yet. So I need to see some of the, some examples of their work so I can see the quality and then also, you know, um, maybe some references. So when you're dealing with contractors, especially with huge contracts, um, and when I say huge, I'm talking 50000 or or greater for one job, then you need to get um, some evidence that they can handle this. So um, what else? We're going to be meeting with... Uh, so a landscaper, you know, you want to meet all your contractors so you can see eye to eye and you, um, you know, treat each other like professionals and, you know, not just over the phone where you're directing somebody to go do a job and then you'll, you'll pay them. But, um, you know, always try to meet all of your contractors in person if you're going to be using them for your properties because that they are taking care of your properties. Your properties are your number one asset and it's this is your business so you need to know who's involved in in all aspects of your business um went to a 31 unit apartment building this weekend and looked at uh, some work the contractor um, got back a proposal for us so now it's just a matter of looking at that proposal in detail, talking it over. They say they can start this week, but I need to get some evidence of uh, performance from these people. So uh, I keep uh, reiterating it, but um, you know this is a major decision and you need to make sure that uh, when you're using these folks that um, it will work out. Um, so, uh, and then we always got owners uh, knocking on our door for uh, requests and information. I'll be me- hopefully meeting with my broker today to talk about that kind of stuff. Um, and then also have to meet with my team to um, get them moving on um, working towards independence of myself and um, learning the process so they can manage these properties on their own without my intervention. So that's going to be a big learning curve. Still working on it. They're responding well, but, uh, you know, they're still not able to uh, handle a property on their own when it comes to these kind of things. So need to work on some invoices. That's always a, um, 
uh, something that is lagging, so we need to get those in this morning. Then I have an offer in on a four-unit mixed-use commercial building, so I got to follow up on that. And then um, I have a deal that possibly could be going forward. Um, I have a, a, a seller who's selling their residential house, but it's in a unique commercial situation where they're doing development and developers are buying up the residential properties on this main road. Um, he's on the corner, so it's even better. He's got uh, cross traffic both ways, and uh, they're building a big uh, uh, lifestyle center, as they call it, sh uh, commercial shopping centers with restaurants, hotels, um, retail, office space, and I maybe residential. So we'll we'll see how that goes. That's this has been in the works for years um, in uh, a smaller suburb called Seven Hills. But Seven Hills is uh, very close to a major interstate, uh, I-77, and uh, lifestyle centers are taking over shopping malls, and uh, these places are popping up, uh, it seems, in Cleveland every so often. Pinecrest is an example. Not sure how well it's doing. I, sh I need to follow up with this and see how well that, that is going. But it um, seems like these lifestyle centers are places where people want to shop because it's convenient. Um, it's uh, modern, fresh, uh, and there's unique things that people can uh, not only buy, but uh, just the, the, the experience that's created by going, you know, spending a, a day walking around, um, uh, see, window shopping, eating, uh, possibly working there, uh, and then, you know, I, what I think is events need to be held at these uh, uh, lifestyle centers uh, so to attract new people and uh, keep the interest up uh, for promotion uh, all the time. So keep an eye out on that. Hopefully we'll be investing and developing those in the future and um, so on and so forth. Just um, as I'm traveling, heading to one of the commercial buildings I manage, it's towards the end of the month, so we're going to be writing checks to uh, pay vendors and bills. So always a bill to be paid. That's uh, one thing I've talked about in other podcasts. You need to figure out your accounts payable system. Uh, you need to have a bookkeeper. You can't keep up with it yourself. You're managing properties. You're brokering deals. You don't have time to manage books so get a good book bookkeeper who can um, process invoices and get checks written put get your books in order and make sure your balances are right um, talking about balances a couple residential buyers have uh, experienced some difficulty getting financed one of one of the only reasons this person couldn't get financed was that they had too many bounce checks or non-sufficient funds when they write checks in their account and um, everything else checked out. Their their income was fine. Their credit score was fine. Everything was fine except for the non-sufficient funds uh, portion. So, you know, protect your credit. I found something on my credit uh, this week or last week. Uh, a card that I haven't used in months, was there was a charge on it, and then all of a sudden I was getting... Um, uh, bills that, you know, because I don't use that card often, it wasn't on my radar, 
and it became two months delinquent. And I got a call. I was kept on getting calls from Capital One. I'm like, why are they calling me? So I called them, and they told me about this balance. And I'm like, wait a minute, I've never uh, paid for this, or I'm disputing the charge. So going to um, take a look at that today again. They've reported to their fraud department, so I don't know what the outcome is going to be. But it affected my credit score. I usually have a high 700, so 780, 790 credit score, and it jumped it all the way down to 674 or 680 or something like that, um, which uh, I'm not very happy about. You know, I, I, I uh, protect my credit score uh, very carefully because that determines how I can d- borrow money and at the cost of what I can borrow money at is affected by that credit score. So, um, yeah, we'll see how that goes. And, um, I've reached my destination, so we'll cut it off there. Uh, until next time, uh, we will see you again soon, but, uh, keep thinking, keep learning, but most importantly, just keep doing.